When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 393. On running an office like a factory by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator here. Welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're just finding us. This is the podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship each and every day, including weekends and holidays. And now we're gonna get right to it and start optimizing your life. On Running an Office Like a Factory by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. I was recently browsing the archives of the MIT Sloan Management Review, as one does, when I came across a fascinating article from the fall 2018 issue titled Breaking Logjams in Knowledge Work. The piece starts with a blunt observation. Quote, If you work in an organization, you know what it's like to have too much to do and not enough resources to do it. End quote. This is not accidental. Quote, Many leaders continue to believe that their organizations thrive when overloaded, often both creating pressure and rewarding those who deliver under duress. It's a popular but pathological approach to management, end quote. The knowledge sector, it turns out, wasn't the first to deal with a misguided commitment to overload. Quote, U.S. manufacturers suffered mightily under this approach for decades, the article's authors write, until many found a better way, end quote. In the 1980s, American factory managers believed that keeping every machine and worker perpetually busy was the key to productivity. If everybody was busy, the thinking went, the plant would produce more. But then more advanced manufacturing techniques originating in Japan spread to American factories and replaced a simplistic commitment to busyness with a much more flexible and efficient approach to production. Though the details of modern advanced manufacturing techniques are complicated, just ask any Six Sigma black belt, The authors claim that some of the basic ideas from this sector can be translated to the office setting to solve the problem of chronic overload and help everyone work more productively. In particular, they focus on the crucial shift from push to pull. A traditional way to build things is with a push system in which you move something along a production process to the next step as soon as you're done with it. There are two problems with this approach. One, it creates bottlenecks as certain steps in the process inevitably receive more work than they can handle, eventually slowing down everything else. And two, it complicates prioritization by distributing these decisions to the individual places where bottlenecks arise, leading to a jumbled approach that often doesn't synchronize neatly, further delaying production. The manufacturing sector eventually realized there were great advantages to instead move to a pull system in which you pull work to your step in the process only when you're ready for it. This approach eliminates local bottlenecks because you don't take on work you're not ready to handle. 
In addition, because backups are now concentrated at the beginning of the process, it simplifies the task of prioritizing efforts as these decisions can be made up front in a more systematic fashion. Factories that deployed a pool model ended up functioning more productively. The authors of this article argue that this model can deliver similarly positive results to office settings. The specific case study they present concerned research and development at MIT's Broad Institute. Before their intervention, Broad implicitly followed a push model in which ideas were haphazardly pursued and bottlenecks were common. Quote, when knowledge work processes are managed via push, it's difficult to track tasks in process because so many of them reside in individual email boxes, project files, and to-do lists. Complicating matters, talent employees, particularly those in innovation-focused environments, have a knack for continually pushing more new ideas into an organization than it's equipped to process. End quote. To switch to a pull model, the R&D group mounted on the wall a flowchart that captured the steps required to move an idea from conception to deployment. They then represented projects as post-it notes on this flowchart, affixed to their current step in the process. This visual tool made it simple to enforce limits on works in progress at each step by having projects be pulled from one step to the next, preventing overload. This shift made a big difference. Quote, the exercise led to two insights. First, there was an obvious lack of common prioritization. Nobody was aware of every project, there was little consensus about which ones mattered most, and many projects overlapped or competed with others. Second, the system had too much work in process. Comparing the number of current projects with recent delivery history showed that employees had at least twice as much work as they could complete in the best of circumstances. End quote. By implementing a pull system that made all of the ongoing work transparent and placing limits on work in progress, the Broad Institute was able to significantly improve the efficiency with which they completed projects. This shift from push to pull is just one idea among many that could help make better sense of the chaos that defines modern knowledge work. As I argued recently, the time has come to start seeking these ideas. We can no longer allow the efforts in this sector to unfold as a haphazard cascade of email messages and hastily organized Zoom calls. We need to take seriously not just how much we work, but how this work is organized. You just listened to the post titled On Running an Office Like a Factory by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Kel, who is a, a super popular writer with a book that's being talked about everywhere, it seems, and that is called Deep Work. It's one of six self-improvement books that he's written. 
And to give you a little more background about Cal, uh, he completed his undergraduate studies at Dartmouth College in 2004 and then received a PhD from MIT in 2009 in computer science. Then for a couple years, he was a postdoctoral associate in the MIT computer science department. And in 2011, he joined Georgetown University as an assistant professor of computer science and was granted tenure in 2017. His work today focuses on distributed algorithms in challenging network scenarios. You know, the basic stuff. And again, he has multiple popular books that are definitely worth your time, plus his blog called Study Hacks. And also you can check out his relatively new podcast, which is called Deep Questions. And you can find all of that and more at calnewport.com. But that's going to do it for me today. I hope you're having a great one. And I'm going to be back here tomorrow reading to you. And that's where your optimal life awaits.